Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So much to get into. Of course, President falling up the stairs again. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, he stumbled a little bit. Here's here's actually uh, what happened as he went up the stairs of Air Force One. He's, he's concentrating there, man. Uh-huh. Don't. Don't fall. Don't, no, no. Careful. Careful. Oh, boy. That was close. <laughs> okay, yeah. that wasn't much of a stumble. It was a slip. Yeah, a little bit of a slip. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying, for someone concentrating that hard on going up the <laughs> stairs, should have done better. Uh, yeah. At least he had the rain this time uh, to, to blame. You know? Hmm. Yeah, the the wind wasn't terribly convincing. Yeah. The rain's a little more convincing. I don't know, between April Fool's Day and that video there, the Led Zeppelin song, Fool in the Rain, is all I can hear this morning. No. So. It's appropriate. I think so. But yeah, I mean, you've said it. There's going to be so many times oh, when he's, he's going to slip and fall. He's going to fall up the stairs all the time. That one was very tame. That's yes, going to happen more but, and more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, just amazing. Um, because nobody covers it uh, on the mainstream media. And if they do, they make all kinds of excuses. Well, remember, he broke his foot, and uh, his foot must have been really sore right there. Kind of came back to haunt him a little bit. Ah, the wind. The wind was blowing really hard. And, ah, uh, you know what? Those tri- those stairs are really tricky. Are, are they in what way? Well, each one you have to go up a little bit higher. Yeah, look at that. Oh, Ooh, see, and he couldn't boy. do it. He couldn't do it because of those tricky stairs. Tricky. So, yeah. I, I noticed he got to the top of the stairs yesterday, and he made sure to turn around and salute the troops. Maybe he was just concentrating on, salute the troops. i got to remember that. <laughs> Oops, I fell. Oops. Okay, no. I'm still going to salute uh, when I get to the top. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he did pull it off, though. He did pull it off. And then, if memory serves, didn't he hand his umbrella to the guy inside the uh, inside Air Force One? Because when, did, when, yeah. when Trump hands off an umbrella, mm-hmm. then he's an elitist jerk or what? Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? He handed the umbrella to somebody once. I mean, that's what presidents do. They get to the top and they hand it off. Yeah. He's the president. Yeah. But Biden's cool doing that. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine for him. Uh, also, uh, Jill had a little stumble as well. Not walking, but uh, speaking yesterday. So say it with me. Si, se quadre. The Wait. future what? is ours. Thank you. <laughs> so say it with me. Si, se puede. Are you trying to say si, se puede? I mean, we've heard this a million times since 2008. Mm-hmm. That was Barack Obama's thing. Si se puede, si se puede. And then she comes out and says... So say it with me. Si se puede. The future <laughs> is ours. Thank si you. Si se pathway. <laughs> yeah. Si queen Padme. 
Si signore. Say it with me. What are you what are you trying to say? It's 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 yes we can. And then she seems to be saying that Cisa Podway or whatever she's saying means she the said, future is ours. Yeah. That would be It means yes we can. Right. So she wasn't even close if she was trying to say the future is ours. That's el futuro es nuestro. Beautiful. Thank that was beautifully done. Uh, is that not what she's saying? Listen to this. So say it with me. Mm-hmm. The future is ours. Thank you. Yeah, sounds like that's what she's... Because you would say, after mm-hmm. saying it in Spanish, you mm-hmm. would say it in English. So people know what you're talking about. I mean... Where in the hell has she been? She's a doctor. How do you not... Yeah, she's a doctor don't and you don't that. know this? Really? I mean, obviously her hispandering skills are lacking. Big time. Yeah, she's terrible. Those man. are two people. She is absolutely terrible. Her and Joe. Just, I mean. What a pair. What a couple. They back. deserve each other a lot. They really do. Wow. They suck. They say it with me. She's a pod way. What are, you, what are you trying to say? How am I going to say that with you? When <laughs> I don't even know what, they, what you're trying to do there. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun, uh, and of course you'll pro- you won't you won't be seeing that today on on uh, CNN. But if that had been if that had been uh, Donald Trump's wife, I wonder what they'd be saying about her today. Mm-hmm. What a buffoon! What an idiot! How she, are you kidding me? You 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 haven't heard that phrase before? How do you mispronounce it? Now, and then how do you say it means, you seem to be saying anyway, that it means the future is ours. How can you not know it's yes, we can? I'm telling you, they'd be all over her if uh, if that was the Trumps. Jeez, but they get a complete pass, an absolute pass, no matter what they do, uh, and no matter what happens, and no matter how bad their policies no matter the fact that it looks like he is completely unfit to be president of the United States and she's completely unfit to be the first lady, they're just going to keep playing the game. Amazing. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's something kind of fun. Um, a man's skin has burned, swelled, and then peeled off. In a severe action to uh, reaction to the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. Yeah. Uh, wow, we uh, we have some video, but it's a little bit disturbing, especially if you're eating breakfast. You might want to look away for a second. But here uh, is what this poor guy looked like after. At home tonight and sharing his story with eight news reporter Talia Cunningham, who's in studio with a vaccine alert. Talia. Hey, Juan, good evening. Well, Richard Terrell got the one-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine earlier on this month. Now, he suffered a severe rash that spread over his entire body and turned his skin red. As doctors Hmm. tell me, a reaction of this magnitude is extremely rare. We do want to warn you at home that some of these images may be considered graphic. Hmm. These photos snapped of Richard Terrell's severe reaction to what doctors believe is the COVID-19 vaccine. Looks like he yeah, caught my fire. Skin peeled off. It's still coming off of my hand. The 74-year-old uh. now on the road to recovery. 
relieved to breathe in the fresh air at his Goochland County home after spending five days at the BC Medical Center. Gee, it just came on so fast. On March 6, Terrell received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in Ashland. Mm. But four days later... Mm -hmm. I began to feel a little discomfort in my armpit. And then I began to, uh, a few days later, began to get an itchy rash. And then after that, I began to swell and my skin turned red. This red rash quickly spreading, covering Terrell's entire body. Entire body. Body. Yeah. How do you know that's what they were going to say? Bot. Well, I just. Maybe I bottom. I just guessed. Yeah. I'm just taking a stab in the dark there. Wow. That looked pretty bad. That's not. Uh, that did not seem pleasant, uh, but I'm sure. Uh, again, keep in mind, that's very rare. That hardly ever happens. Almost never. Now, we've heard of quite a few really weird reactions to vaccines, but uh, I'm sure you won't get one, so don't worry about it. You won't have a bad reaction. Everything will be fine. I know I won't have a bad reaction. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, you don't need to take it because you've already had it, right? Even, if you, co- even yeah. if you wanted to, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know that you'd need to. To tell that to the authoritarians. Mm-hmm. Tell that to everybody who... I mean, oh, you have the tweet from the, the, the L.A. Times reporter, former Department of Justice guy? Yeah. I mean, this guy wants me to take it. He wants everybody to take it. What a jerk. Harry Littman, mm-hmm. vaccine passports are a good idea. Among other things, it will single out the still large contingent of people who refuse vaccines, <laughs> who will be foreclosed from doing a lot of things their peers can do. That should help break the resistance down. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're going to force you. We're going to back you into a corner if you want to enjoy society. So I've been telling my kids, get ready. Your world's about to get a lot smaller. And if this guy's ever in charge, or people like him, I got news for you. People, people like, like him, him are, are in charge. charge. <laughs> that's, it's coming. That's kind of the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, speaking of Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine, their vaccine doses are being delayed by a U.S. factory mix-up. Workers at a Baltimore plant manufacturing uh, two coronavirus vaccines accidentally conflated the vaccine's ingredients several weeks ago, ruining about 15 million doses. Oh. Wow. That sucks. The mix-up has halted future shipments of Johnson & Johnson doses in the U.S. While the Food and Drug Administration investigates, Johnson & Johnson has moved to strengthen its control over emergent biosolutions work to avoid further quality lapses. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we got the recipe wrong. Uh, a couple of wrong ingredients, but I'm sure it's fine. Just go ahead and give it to people. I wonder how they found this out, though. I don't know. Because the Biden maybe administration... Maybe because of this guy. Maybe he got one of those doses. I was going to say, the Biden administration <laughs> knew a week ago... Oh, wow. ...about this. I'm seeing the story right now. So I don't know... Let's see. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know exactly when... Uh, you know, how they found out, though. My gosh. Uh, there's kind of an interesting uh, moment the other day when some of the vaccines kind of got together and met each other. Oh, really? Yeah, and started talking. Here's what happened. Okay. 
What's up, Moderna? Hey, Pfizer, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm here for the vaccine job. Really? Do you even have a vaccine? Of course I do. And it's 92% effective. That's cute. My vaccine is 94% effective, but who's counting? So you're here for the vaccine job, too? Yep. So you might as well get a head start on traffic and go home. Everyone's gonna choose my vaccine. You awfully confident for someone with such a bad name. What are you talking about? Your name literally sounds like murder. Nobody wants your murder in a vaccine. Come on, man. Moderna <laughs> doesn't sound like murder. I had three name meetings and nobody said nothing. Hey, uh, did the job interview start already? <laughs> Not yet. Who are you guys? See, I told you we weren't gonna be late. I'm Johnson. That's my brother Johnson. We're Johnson and Johnson. Both of your names are Johnson? Yeah. So which Johnson name comes first? Mine does. No, mine does. But I'm older. But I put more money in. Well, it was my idea. No, you said it as a joke and I said, let's actually do it. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> we don't care. Just go by your first names. Johnson? Wait, so your name is Johnson Johnson and Johnson Johnson? Yeah. See, I told you we should have went by the Johnson. No, then we'd be like the Jacksons and somebody would have to be a Tito. I'm not trying to be a Tito. So you guys have a vaccine too? Yeah. And it only needs one shot. What's your effective rate? Ain't <laughs> What? What was that? 81%. Did he say Amperstein? I think he said Aiden for president. Who's Aiden? Remember Aiden? <laughs> that dude from gym class, the one with the eye thing? Oh yeah, uh -huh. that dude. What was up with his eye? I think it was like dead. When he looked at me, I like felt I cold. said 81%. Oh, oh hell no. no. But, but <laughs> we, we protect against more than just COVID and we working on a new way to take the shot. Oh, that's what's up. Cause I'm tired of taking shots in the butt. Whoa, you do know you can inject it in the arm, right? Uh, I knew that. I gotta make a quick <laughs> phone call. I'll be back. Hey, uh, is this where the interview is happening? I have a vaccine too. Wait, who are you? AstraZeneca. That's a cool name. I would kill for that name. I bet you would. Shut up. But Why are you so late? I was working in Europe and I just got in. <laughs> so you just got off an international flight and didn't quarantine? Yeah, but that's because the <laughs> Close the door in his face. Yeah, good stuff. That's not bad. Good stuff. And that's as for the 15 million Johnson & Johnson doses that were messed up, they stopped them before they were uh, shipped. Okay, so it wasn't one that that guy got. That's good. good. Yeah, they, they so caught that guy, it. That guy was fine. Yeah, they, had, they said their rigorous quality control process stopped it before it got out the door. Wow. Uh -huh. That is rigorous. All right. Good job. Way to catch that. I mean, how? How does that happen? I wonder. How does that happen? Seriously, like you'd have to be watching them put it together, right? And then you'd have to wait well, until they've done it fifteen million times, right, well, and I then think, say, "Oh, wait, they put it together wrong." Yeah, I don't know. Did they test it right before? Like the UPS Maybe. driver might have been waiting. You know, he's checking his watch, eating his sandwich, and like, "Are we? You got those loaded up? Yeah, we got to test check, them first. Check the ingredients yeah. before we let it go." <laughs> I mean, I don't know Maybe. how hard this is. I, I used I to, okay, so I took the train in New Jersey, right? And I used to take mm -hmm. it every morning with this guy who made perfumes and, and, like, he would mix stuff to make candles have a certain smell, perfume, and stuff like that. And there were rigorous controls and ingredients and, you know, that you would, it's like a recipe. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you screw up a vaccine recipe. I just, I mean. I don't either. It should say, like, either. one part, you know. This is Johnson Johnson. So we got one part fetal tissue, right? Mm -hmm. We got the one part, you know, probably some baking soda. Right. And maybe there's got to be some, some paprika in there because there's, you know, paprika and salt and everything. Right. So and you got water. Some, and water. Water. Well, I mean, not tap water. water. It's got to be distilled water. Mm -hmm. It'll be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand this. I mean, no, thank you. I, I'm going to. Some sulfur. Sulfur, sulfur dioxide mm -hmm. is in there. Yep. And then uh, uh, throw in some nutmeg, whatever. Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah, nutmeg makes almost anything better. Does that keep the COVID away, the nutmeg? Yeah. Then why don't we just yeah. eat nutmeg? 
Why do we have to mix it in with stuff? This, then disasters happen, and 15 million batches later... The other ingredients help the nutmeg soak into your body better. So, yeah, that's why. Nice. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Bilt Bar. Uh, something that uh, most of us do on a regular basis, beginning of the year, is think, yeah, I'm going to try to eat better this year. I'm going to do better on things. There is something that can help you do better, too. It's Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is uh, a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. Yeah. So much better than than protein bars. I'm seriously addicted to these things. They're they're delicious. They're really, really good. And it, it does taste like a candy bar. It doesn't taste like chalk or cardboard or chemicals, even worse. The chemical taste afterwards in some of those is just so nasty. These are really high in protein and fiber and really low in calories, sugar, uh, and, uh, and carbs. So this is something that's going to help you eat better. And w- when you have them, they, they'll help quench your, take care of your hunger pangs. And you don't have to feel guilty about it. Built Bar, it's your answer. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray returns. Oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, Joe Biden has declined an invitation to throw out the first pitch at the Nationals game. I'll <laughs> bet he has. <laughs> oh, man. You know why? His arm would fall off. Oh. His freaking arm would hit home plate before the ball did. That's why. You're his, missing out on some great I, stock footage. Yeah, that he knows what an embarrassment. And that's a no-win situation, really, for a guy like Joe Biden. He's not going to get it to home plate. We all know that. Uh, he probably can't throw well. And uh, he doesn't want to hear the stuff that that Obama got to hear. He might trip walking up on the mound. Right? Uh, not a joke, as he might say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. I'm serious. Oh. I'm serious. It's not a joke. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably a, a smart move for him not to throw out, because that would have just given us all kinds of cannon fodder. This first off, the Fauci didn't learn. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. <laughs> yeah, tried he did. the corner. <laughs> Ball four. <laughs> <laughs> All eight. <laughs> so good. <sighs> yeah, it didn't help Fauci. It certainly wouldn't help Biden. Uh, and I think he knows that. Yeah, he, he, he clearly he, knows that. He learned two things from the Obama administration serving under President My Boss, and it was don't throw out the first <clears throat> pitch. Mm-hmm. It, there's no win situation, like you said, and how to be a Marxist. And, yeah, uh, he like, learned that really well. Learned a couple of good lessons there, I guess. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <sighs> smart guy. Yeah. Because we would have mercilessly mocked him. <laughs> I'm mercilessly. You, we would have played it every day. <laughs> every, every day, all day. <laughs> we would have made up for CNN not even acknowledging the fact yeah. that it happened. So great. Uh, any, any story <clears throat> that even has got close to it. Oh, there's a baseball story. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. By the way, is today opening day? It is. Today mm-hmm. is opening day. Yes, it is. I know you're all wow. psyched up psyched for the Atlanta Braves that. starting at 3 o'clock Eastern, right? I'm, I'm, I'm psyched about mm-hmm. uh, the Houston Astros starting today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking to see. Yeah, so the game started uh, <clears throat> 1 p.m. Eastern today. And what about the uh, fans in the stadium? 
It varies. Oh, let me tell you about my little situation. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had tickets to a game coming up for the Braves. And then they said, oh, only 33% capacity, right? So... Is that where you going to the Braves game here or in, in Atlanta. Atlanta? My son and I were going to go. Okay. So then I get an email about six weeks ago. says, look, it's uh, we're waiting for... You know, local stipulations. Finally, they decide it's going to be 33% full. <clears throat> okay. So they say that yesterday at noon Eastern, you get to uh, go online again and try to repurchase these tickets with this credit. Mm-hmm. Basically, they, they said, your tickets are void. Now you can go, go by other. Anyway, they were sold out. I mean, I was in line for like three hours on oh, Ticketmaster.com. No and so like the day I'm going to be there, it, the only day I could go... They're sold out. The earliest I could get in is May 7th. So while I had tickets that sucks. for opening day, opening home game. That blows. Yeah. It sucks and blows. So, so now, yeah, it sucks and blows at the yeah. same time. Exactly. At the same time. Same And so now time. I don't get to go to a game, but, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. Then I get to thinking about wearing a mask and I wasn't. Would they make you wear a mask? I think, you had to, I that think was that's not... part of the deal. Because wow. when you guys were talking about the Rangers yesterday, mm. it hit me. Oh, crap. Yeah, you got to wear a mask. Out to this world. Outdoors. I swear, people. Outdoors. Where, by the way, the, there has been no super spreader thing. There, there just isn't because you're outdoors. That's why. There's good ventilation outside for some reason. I'm not sure why that is. It just <laughs> is a thing. The Rangers know that they can open their stadium, right? <laughs> yes. And that so people and are going to sure be sitting will outdoors. Be open oh, my gosh. On that day. What did Biden Today. say? Biden called out the Rangers specifically. <clears throat> He did for for hundred percent capacity. What oh, did he said say? They shouldn't. Oh gosh, what did he say? It's like you know what they mm. are. They are. They're feeling it slip away. Yep. And they're gonna be they, clamping down and calling out these states. Yeah, they're not gonna let go of their control uh, easily. They've already called on Texas and Mississippi and Florida and anybody who has already released, you know, let go of all the restrictions and said, now we're gonna open up hundred percent again. They've already told them. Go back. Go back to the restrictions and the mask mandates. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So, so no. All over the country, I want to thank Sports Illustrated for 17 pop-up ads. Um, capacity limited to 12% in Boston and Washington to start the season. 12? Mm-hmm. 12 teams are at 20%. Colorado, 43. Houston, 50. Texas at 100%. When asked about that, uh, Biden said, <laughs> Well, that's a decision... <laughs> They made. I think they made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they, they should listen to Dr. Fauci, scientists, <laughs> and the experts on that. But if you're to ask me, yeah, I think it's not responsible. Okay. In quote. Uh-huh. I don't need to say and quote about myself. No, no, no. I'm saying that's where the quote okay. ends, Mr. President. Uh, <laughs> okay. You can, okay. Oh, so, so it's irresponsible yeah. for Americans yes. in a country that is doling out vaccines around the clock mm-hmm. in a stadium that is requiring masks being worn mm-hmm. outdoors in a state where we've been on the decline for three weeks now since we dropped the mandates, that's irresponsible, right. Mr. President. But what the hell's going on at the border? And by the way, they won't acknowledge, he's never acknowledged that Texas has done better since uh, removing the mandate and the restrictions. 
He, they've never said. And by the way, uh, look, we were wrong. They're not going to. No, they're never going. They're never going to. They're gonna. They're not going to say. By the way, we were wrong on Texas because they've done fine since they opened everything up. They've been fine. In fact, they've gone down. How long will that continue as they continue at the border to release COVID nineteen positives? That's into uh, the public. That's another question. Um, And it's fascinating because our border czar. Kamala Harris is all over it. She's all over it. Remember her back on the campaign trail mm. uh, when she was talking about uh, the border? Okay. And then uh, we'll compare that to what she's saying today. Oh, okay. Let's see what happened yeah. here. Let's this check it out. with the detention of these children, the circumstances by which they arrived, is a human rights abuse being committed by the United States government. Right. And so we are here to stand up and say that we are not going to Pause allow it for a this sec. to happen. This is on- obviously during the Trump administration mm-hmm. and it, during the campaign, and uh, they hated what Trump was doing with the crowding down there. The crowding and the children being separated from the adults, and oh, it, was a, it was a human rights violation. It was a nightmare. All right, let's uh, continue. We are here to stand up and say that we are not going to allow this to happen, mm-hmm. not on our watch. Not I would tell you elected, the first thing I'm going to do, one of the first mm-hmm. things, is to shut down these private detention facilities. Oh. Just shut them down. Shut them down. Just shut them down. Uh, um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. Yeah. <laughs> not today. <laughs> But I have before. <laughs> yeah. And During sure uh, Trump, I, she did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She goes, but I have before, and I'm sure I will again. Well, that didn't sound like day one or one of the first things I'm going to do. And uh, how many of the detention facilities have been shut down uh, when she was elected? Uh, how many were shut down? Yeah. No. In fact, they opened up bigger ones. And the ones they have have, they, they, they've swelled to so capa- past capacity. Yeah, the capacity, we, we just uh, talked to, they opened it up for uh, some to go in yesterday or the day before. And uh, one of the border officials there uh, was saying that, yeah, we usually have about 200 and I think it was 245 people in here. Okay. Uh, but then when it's overcrowded, um, they were at 1,000 people and now they're at 4,100. Oh, so oh my. normal is two forty five, uh, crowded is a thousand, and they're at forty one hundred. <laughs> okay, uh, that doesn't seem good. That seems like that the seem opposite good. of shutting them down. And when you see them, when you see the cameras uh, scroll through the area and just kind of pan around and see what's going on, and all those kids laying on the floor, they don't have cots even, let alone beds. Mm-hmm. They don't have mattresses. They don't have anything. Yeah. They're just laying on the floor. In aluminum foil. With aluminum foil yeah. over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, some of the kids, though, are getting to go to San Diego, right? I mean, that's good. So we got that Yeah, that is, that's really good, because San Diego's nice this time of year. Sure, any time of year. Any time of year, really. Hear. It's always 72 degrees. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, they're going to San Diego where they have a higher COVID-19 rate than the city students and residents. But it's a mistake, Texas Ranger fans, to go to a game. It's, it's pathetic. <laughs> I mean, they're literally... Pathetic. And this is in-person learning they're doing, right? Yeah. They're teaching yes. these COVID-19 positive kids in person. Well, okay. So they got hundreds of illegal child migrants at the San Diego Convention Center. And it's a high, they have a higher, far 
far higher rate than the California schools that they want to reopen. Yet teachers are going to give them in-person instruction. (laughs) Okay, these are the same teachers who have been bashing the parents at these school board meetings. Yeah. Saying uh, they don't care about our safety. They just don't. They want their little darlings in school. That kind of stuff. Yeah, white supremacist thinking. White supremacist thinking. Their their white privilege is showing, <laughs> and we're not. We're, we don't want to go in there. But they do want to go in to the higher infection rate illegals and teach them in person. That's fine. Think of this: the the children are it's here unreal. illegally. Yeah, they're getting. In-person learning, mm-hmm. their COVID rates are higher than the county there, yet your kids in San Diego County are staying at home and yeah. learning remotely. And, and we don't want anything to do with them as teachers. Of the 700-plus unaccompanied girls transferred to the center, at least 82 tested positive for the virus. So that's over 10%. That's over a 10% uh, rate. That's about 11 or 12% right there. The girls were screened before being taken to the temporary facility uh, with 59 testing positive on Monday, another 23 diagnosed Tuesday, and we're moved to another oh, floor of the convention center. So I'm sure good. everything's fine. Hey, but look at this, though. At least the COVID rates in Mexico are going down. They peaked on Joe Biden's first full day in office, and it looks like they emptied <laughs> them out right into Texas and California. Isn't that interesting? Look huh, at there. That's interesting. Huh. Ivan, is there a number people can call? Yeah, it's 911. The country's on call fire. Call 911. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just gut check. Stop. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. Right there. Right there. Uh Right there. Gut check. Stop. Mm. Couldn't have said it better myself. I really couldn't. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray returns. Oh, that was underwhelming. Pat Gray. Uh, you, and? Oh, no. Your point? Oh, no. See? <laughs> lady pissed you off again. She did. She does that. She does that from occasion. time to time. Yeah. Sometimes you're a big man and you just let it go. Right. But there are times right. you got to call there her out. Times. And she still does it. Yeah. What a jerk right. she is. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Got some tweets here uh, from Call Me Puddin. <laughs> he made it up the stairs. Speaking of Biden. It is sad, isn't it? This is the only expectation we have of the most powerful <laughs> office slash leader in the world. Really good point. Yeah, that's the truth. Really, really good point. Gut check surge tweets <laughs> the lab techs at uh, Johnson & Johnson making the vaccine got the same training Lucy did at the cho- chocolate packing factory. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Lucy, Lucille Ball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, remember the, the yeah. episode with the... She's just Where she's doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <clears throat> and Ricky said something like, Oh, no. Lucy! You got some splatter, Toto! What did you do with these 15 million <laughs> vaccines, woman? <laughs> ah, Ricky! <laughs> that was her response. That's what, that's what she said. Uh, DMX DM tweets, A nutmeg a day keeps the Rona away. Makes more sense than anything from Fauci. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> Luke Warmwater tweets, don't hate on Biden. He's thrown curveballs to his supporters for years. Yeah, first pitch uh, reference there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Bob Loblaw. Hey, Kamala, are you going to keep any of your campaign promises? Kamala, not today. 
Okay. All right there. Cole. Okay. What? But Madam Vice President, what what's so funny? Because uh, wait, because? Uh, oh. She's going to be fun for 4 years, isn't she? 4. 4. Yeah. Well, I hope it's only 4. Yeah, it's going to be it's only going to be 4. The American people will not I must believe it. Will not put up with this. They won't. I mean, look at this. They're already talking. Uh, they've already passed a an essentially essentially two trillion dollar uh, package, two trillion dollars. Now they're talking about an infrastructure bill for two trillion, and a climate change uh, bill for another two. That's another four trillion, six trillion dollars they want to spend in the first couple of months. I mean, there's nothing left. At some point, right? I, yeah, I would think. Don't, I, you, I don't know. Do you run out of ink ever? Wouldn't you think so? Like, uh, You know, the companies that... Mm. Surely there's like probably one company. It's probably like run by the brother-in-law of the you know, Department of Treasury Secretary, whatever. The mm-hmm. one company that services these machines that print up our money. You know? And yeah. they love this stuff. Yeah. Because they're the only guys you can call to come and fix it. And, and it, they're running around the clock. Right. Seriously, and can we? We need to figure out a way to embargo ink <clears throat> or paper or something like that, just to get them to stop printing it. Well, then they just digitize it, and they—I think they like that even better. Oh wait, I don't they like okay. that even better. Unintended consequences. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just keep printing. We're right, good. Right. Right. Oh, what a mess. At least you put some sort of limit on them. They can only yeah. cut down so many trees. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, yesterday, uh, Joe Biden appeared on C- on ESPN. And they were talking about the uh, baseball all-star game maybe being uh, moved from Atlanta to somewhere else. I don't know where they'd put it, but because of the atrocious voting bill that they just passed in Georgia, there's got to be some kind of punishment, right? And Major League Baseball wants to punish him by moving the all-star game out of Atlanta. And so they asked I Biden about it. Today's professional athletes are acting incredibly <laughs> Responsibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would strongly support them doing that. Would you? People look to them. They're leaders. Look at what's happened with the NBA as well. Uh, (laughs) Uh, We have looked at that. And look at what's happened with the NBA's ratings as well. And you'll see how much people love it. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not the best model. No. Happened across the board. The very people who are victimized the most are the people who are the leaders in these in these various sports. What? And it's just not right. It's this is right. Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing. In, in- <laughs> okay, really? Oh, I didn't say Jim Eagle? The, the Georgia law is Jim Crow on steroids. He's about to tell you some of the really egregious oh, good. Uh, components of this bill. Okay. Georgia mm-hmm. and 40 other states. And 40 what other is it all states. about? Imagine passing imagine, a law imagine saying it. you cannot provide water Water? Can you imagine a law that says you cannot? What was I talking? Uh, 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 anyway, I'm not sure, sir. I've said enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, look. Okay, here's here's what they keep saying. Uh-huh. All right, you cannot provide water. Uh-huh. Yes, you can. Provide suddenly that's become the most important issue in going out to vote is whether or not you can get water while you're in line waiting for them. 
What are you waiting there a week and a half? Two weeks? <laughs> and remember, poll workers can give you food and water. There's so many, yes, there's so many uh, problems with this. Yes, you can get water from the poll workers. You just can't get water from one of the campaigns. Actually, you could. They could leave it there on the sidewalk for you. You can pick it up and drink it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, they just don't want you campaigning uh, <laughs> to the voters while they're in line to vote. That's uh, what they don't want. That sounds like Jim Eagle stuff to me, though. <laughs> and so, yeah. A... You can get water in line. Okay. B, if that is such a big deal, bring your own freaking water. Since when do we get fed when we're in line to vote? Yeah. Again, that's never happened to me. Not once, not ever have I been offered water or food uh, on the way to vote. Yeah, yeah. And and one of your listeners was talking about, you know, uh, a big barbecue type party atmosphere in Savannah. Uh, one of the polling locations. Come and get your free barbecue and then vote and stuff. I mean, that's the kind of stuff they're trying to stop. And the Democrats are only pitching a fit about this because one of the provisions is that it's more state control over the elections in the counties and stuff. Well, the Republicans control mm. the state right now. Now, if the Democrats mm-hmm. control the state, they'd love it. They wouldn't even be pitching a fit at all. Right. They'd love it. Okay. So that's thing one the water in line, which has become the biggest issue in the world. So ridiculous. A. Again, who cares if you get water in line? It's unbelievable. If it's really that big a deal, if you're standing in line for eight hours, which is incredibly rare, and you must have water, uh, bring it. Yeah. Bring it. And if you get hungry all the time like me, Mm. have a built bar with you. Yes. It's very simple. Yes. Plan ahead. That's the problem. Just plan ahead. And then the other really important element to remember on this is you can get water from the poll workers. They can give you water, and they do. So the whole thing's a lie. It's an absolute lie, start to finish, and then he lies some more. Or food for someone standing in line oh, to vote? Uh? Can't do that? <gasps> Come on. Come on. Or you're going to close a polling place at 5 o'clock when no. working people just get off? No, you know what? That's... This is all about keeping working folks and ordinary folks that I no. grew up with from being able to vote. <laughs> no, it's... They do. no, it's not. No, it is not. It's all about keeping ordinary folks uh, from voting. Ordinary folks like me. I'm just an ordinary folk who's been in office for 50 years. Just ordinary folk who's a millionaire now, Mm. and nobody knows how I got that. Mm. Millions of dollars. Um, hmm. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No one knows. Does anybody in Ukraine or China know? They know. Oh, okay. Nobody in America knows. Oh, okay. You didn't qualify it. I got it. (laughs) Okay. The 5 o'clock thing is also a lie. They've expanded the voting hours for early voting and opened them up on weekends. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, if you want. You can even vote on Sunday. I think it's up to the county. Hmm. Uh, the but they've opened it up to allow for it on Sunday. So seven days a week, expanded hours. I don't know where they're getting the close at five o'clock thing because it's inaccurate. It's a lie. And even uh, one of the fact check organizations, Politico maybe, uh, gave it four Pinocchios. Are they the ones <laughs> that give Pinocchios? Uh, Washington Post maybe. Maybe it was a Post. But they got he got four Pinocchios for that Biden nonsense. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, four Pinocchios. <laughs> They never do that, but oh. they did 
uh, uh-huh. they gave him four Pinocchios on this particular issue because it's such a fat, stinking lie. There is literally <clears throat> a rebuttal for every one of the talking points from the left on this Georgia voting law. Every And it's easily rebutted. Easily. Mm. So they're trying to make a huge issue out of this. Like it's, well, it's Jim Crow on steroids, which uh, he said was Jim Eagle. Jim or, Eagle. Come on, man. Oh, man, I, yeah. I don't know. And, and, you know, and businesses are getting right in line and, and joining the, the, the pylon effect. Of course. Atlanta-based businesses. Uh, Delta Airlines, first of all, they supported. First yeah. of all, they yeah. supported the bill, right? Yeah, they said, you know, they had a seat at the table to make sure this was fair and everything was good. And so when they passed it, uh-huh. Delta, the CEO, was out in front saying, hey, this is uh, <laughs> where this is good. This is going to ensure that the vote is protected. And blah, But then blah, blah. what happened? Oh. Twitter, oh. Uh, they got some. They got some negative complaints on. Twitter. Oh, did they get some hashtag bombs thrown they at them? Did yeah, mm-hmm. they did. And so yeah, hashtag boycott Delta, <laughs> and hashtag boycott Delta Airlines. Ooh, because sometimes you don't know. Up. You don't know which is gonna stick. Right. So you gotta pick one <laughs> right. or the other and hope that you're in the right camp. Exactly. Uh, so now, guess what? They're against the Georgia law. What? <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? <clears throat> no one. Well, except for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Except for all of us. Uh, as of last month, roughly a thousand violators. Okay, they're talking about the mask rule. Oh yeah. So, and the, so yeah, liberals love Delta. The last they year love them because, because of the mask rule mm-hmm, and how they were. But now serious business on that COVID stuff. Not now after they supported the bill, but now they'll be. Friends again. I'll be friends again. The, keep up here. They've changed now. So what, what, what's the CEO saying now? So now he's saying, last week the Georgia legislature passed a sweeping voting reform act that will make it harder for many Georgians, Bro. particularly those in our <laughs> black and brown communities, you helped write it! to exercise their right to vote. <laughs> we had some success in eliminating the most suppressive tactics that some had proposed. <laughs> However, I need to make it crystal clear that the final bill is unacceptable and does not match Delta's values. Okay, show us the three uh, little voting highlights. The bullet. Okay, limit drop boxes. Okay. I guess, uh, can minorities only use the drop box? Is that the deal? And if they're not putting them everywhere? That That would affect everybody, right? Yes. Okay. Allowing for early voting cutoff at 5 p.m. That would so, affect everybody, right? Right, but they're not doing that. Okay. And prohibiting giving food or drink Which to voters in line. Everybody. Uh, why are why are particularly black and brown people susceptible to those things? Vulnerable to that. Mm-hmm. So if can... I can't get food and drink in line, I'm not going to go vote. Yeah. That's Jim Eagle. <laughs> That's Jim Eagle stuff. <laughs> Tactics. Yeah. I can't take it. Yeah. I just can't take it. Okay, you've got to stop treating minorities like they're children. Stop Worse it. Worse than children. Yeah, like they're so stupid that they can't comprehend. They can't get things done. They don't know where anything is. Oh, they wait. don't have things that white people have. Yeah, you know, one of the provisions of this bill is that, you know, you're going to need an ID. Mm-hmm. If you want to be able to vote, I oh mean, yeah, they God can't forbid have, they, you show us they don't have an idea. who you are. And Delta, mm-hmm. of course, doesn't care for that. You know that part of the bill. <sighs> Unbelievable. So then you had a had a hmm. good Pat Head T kind of chimed in on this story. I like his tweet. I I love this. <laughs> so I guess that passengers don't need racist ID to fly on Delta. 
Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, if if it's racist <laughs> to have to show your ID in the voting uh, line, wouldn't it be racist to have to show your ID to Delta Airlines employees? I seriously... Ha, I would love to try that. Get boarding. up to the that's get up fantastic. to the gate. I need your boarding pa- or I get I mean, it's a TSA thing. But sure, I mean Delta can't tell TSA. No, 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 no IDs. If they have Delta tickets, they get right on through TSA. Don't worry about driver's license for Delta passengers. Right? Shut up, dude. I, it's just uh, that is a good observation, though, uh, from Pat Head T. Thank you for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's racism everywhere, of course. Social justice activists claim police canines, the ca- a police canine nickname was, quote, hurting people in the community, unquote. Do you even know the nickname of the canine in your local police department? Because, <laughs> <laughs> frankly, I'm unaware. <laughs> I'm going I'm to make it my job to find out now. Uh, but a black activist, a black rights activist, uh, an Oregon police department now has changed because of this activist. The name they've changed the name of the canine police dog that shared a nickname with rapper Lil Kim. Uh, the dog, a uh, Belgian Malinois, I don't know, I don't know, Shepherd, was given the nickname Lil Kim as a reference to her smaller size, according to Oregon Public Broadcasting. Lil Kim is the stage name, of course, of Kimberly Jones, a Grammy Award-winning hip-hop musician. Mm-hmm. You can't share a name with a dog, though. Or the dog can't share the name with the rapper. Jeez, this is unreal. I can't. <laughs> that I mean, that's a phrase that's in my head all day, every day now. I can't take I this, man. Can't. That should be an honor, <clears throat> right? You would think, but I... no. Police Chief Mike Krantz said the canine will only be called by her actual name, Kim, moving forward. Poor dog. Aren't you still using the name of the rapper? You just you took off the lull. That's all you did. Now, now, okay. Well, who's a famous white Kim? I, I can't think of one. Uh, Kim Basinger. Okay. Now, if you name it after Kim Basinger, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're naming police dogs after white people now. Why won't you honor a black person and name it after a black? Oh, you know that's what would happen. <laughs> would absolutely happen. <sighs> so it's just Kim now. Uh, after he met dog. with local activists, Ricardo Waits, founder of the Central Oregon Black Leaders Assembly. But that's a fun group. <laughs> uh, Ocabla is what I call it. Ocabla? The, yeah, the Central Oregon Black Leaders Assembly. Or Cabla. Cabla. Who claimed the dog's nickname is hurting people in the community. <laughs> Please go away and never come back. Cabla. There are 19 people in critical condition because of it. Because of that story? Because of yeah. Lil' Kim? Yes. Having yeah. that name? They heard that and they keeled over. 19 people in what? ICU units right <laughs> now in Oregon. Do you think that dog would answer to Lil' Kim now has to figure out, wait, oh, so now I'm just Kim? Like, how's the wait, dog? yeah, are they even talking now? to me? You're not talking to me. I'm Lil' Kim. Is there Kim. another dog? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm Lil' Kim. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. So say it with me. Okay. See the future is ours. Thank you. (laughs) 
Again, I have to make the point. What if this had been Melania Trump butchering her hispandering moment? <laughs> and say it with me. Broadway. Oh, they'd be relentlessly mocking her. It would be the opening skit on Saturday Night Live this week. Sure would. And it would lead every CNN uh, broadcast. Every single one. And they would hammer and mock and laugh at her. Yep. And, and then it would branch out into um, how Republicans try to insincerely go after <laughs> the Hispanic vote and yes. why Hispanics don't vote Republican. And, oh, it'd have a week-long coverage. No doubt about it. With Jill? Crickets. <laughs> Silence. Uh, got some tweets here. Hogasm tweets. Move the All-Star game to Mexico. Their COVID numbers are down. <laughs> uh, Hex Raul. Hey, are they going to give us water and barbecue while we're in line at the DMV? That would actually be nice. Okay. Yeah, that would. That would right. be nice. Get some good out of this. Uh, little Dead Shroom <laughs> tweets. When did standing in line to vote become a triathlon? How thirsty are these privileged voters? Mm-hmm. Uh, caffeinated Texan tweets, I live in South Texas, about two miles from the surface of the sun, which is true. And I've been offered water while in line to vote exactly zero times. Mm. Wait, let me carry the one. Oh. Nope, still zero. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, spoiling duck, <clears throat> next time I'm going to loudly demand a rotisserie chicken and a beer the whole 15 minutes I'm in line to vote. Wait a minute. <laughs> Where's my rotisserie chicken? Where? I like that. Yeah, I like That's it. It's a too. good plan. It can make a big stink online. Uh, you know? Right? Like in Texas, forget Georgia, y'all. Here in Texas, I have demanded for the last 30 minutes while standing in line rotisserie chicken, and rotisserie none chicken. has been offered to me. None. Yeah. How am I supposed to live? And it better be warm, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's cold, right. send and back then. It's not even worth it. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, all right, let's go to Leah. In Indiana. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey. Leah, can you pick up the phone? Because we're only Hi. hearing you way can off you in the... Can you hear me? Yes, that's can better. Can you hear me now? Uh-huh, go ahead. All right. So, I only started out with one point, but I'm going to make a couple more really quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is Snoop Doggy Dog, doesn't his name have something to do with Snoopy? Dog... Don't do I don't know. I don't know what's... <laughs> not... I always assumed he did. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. People are willing to wait three hours in line in the summer at a amusement park, and you don't get offered anything for free. Uh, that, that is true. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Leah. Wow. I mean, that's one of the worst uh, cell connections we've had in a long time. It's like... 1956. I don't know. It's kind of kind of spooky there. to think that AI is now able to make phone calls. <laughs> That's what that felt like. Good points, though. Uh, yeah, should we expect water in line everywhere we go now? <laughs> not just the not just voting, but we should we should have in every line we wait in. I want to <laughs> be fed and served beverages. How about this? If you have a tip jar at your business, mm-hmm. then you have to supply water to me if I'm at your business, like, waiting around for the line or whatever. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a trade-off here Mm -hmm. as to where we should be expecting water to be handed to us. Well, I think pretty much everywhere. Okay, everywhere. I think everywhere now. Let's just go with everywhere. If I'm waiting on the phone on hold with a cable company, somebody should stop by and give me water. 
That they should, because I have waited 45 minutes to an hour before uh, for somebody to pick up the phone for an actual live, living, breathing human being to talk to. And they didn't bring you water. And they didn't bring, I had no water while I waited. None. Pissed me off. That would. I almost died one of those times. I almost died. I was maybe five minutes from death's door. Yeah? Yeah. So. I've been angry enough with a cable company to uh, almost die. But I don't know if it was from thirst. Maybe it was from an aneurysm, perhaps? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's possible. Oh. By the way, a California teacher <clears throat> is blaming white supremacy now for parents demanding schools to reopen. Because, um, sure, that's <laughs> obviously. Uh. Obviously, right? Everything is white supremacy now. Yeah, Everything. yeah. That's Everything. The, instead of, I mean, racist, <clears throat> using that term... <clears throat> I mean, that's old school. That's out of style. Mm-hmm. Now you're a now white supremacist. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> and your privilege is showing and your fragility and all of that kind of stuff. California high school teacher ruffled some feathers for appearing to suggest that parents who want their kids back in school for in-person learning are white supremacists. Okay. Got it. Thanks. Damien Harmony. What a strange name for somebody who's... Providing a lack of harmony here mm-hmm, in his community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A Latin teacher at John F. Kennedy High School in Sacramento made the incendiary comments in a speech to the school board that he later posted on Facebook because he was so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> harmony, who is a parent himself, said he's been able to better gauge white supremacy in his neighborhood after hearing other parents demanding that the school district have its teachers return to the classroom. Now why is that a white thing? <clears throat> Maybe the parents are saying only the white kids should return. What? Uh, and the and the black and okay. Hispanic kids they now can that learn online. That would be a different conversation, <clears throat> wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, parents should take this yes. opportunity, this pandemic, and these schools not wanting your kids back, as a sign that your kids shouldn't go back. Because once they get there anyway, they're just going to learn critical race theory bullcrap anyhow, and how to hate themselves. That's and, the other element to this that. <clears throat> Makes it kind of hard because it's actually a good thing. Right. They're not in school learning all the garbage they'd be taught right <laughs> this now. This may be the generation as 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 scared as we are of what the future is mm. like for them mm-hmm. and all this COVID bullcrap. Actually, there may be a silver lining in, in this. We, we yes. might effectively save this generation by keeping them from going back to the schools. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they have to bring their kids. Their kids don't have to. We don't pay them nearly enough. <laughs> so wait, you know, more parents yeah. are a pre- yeah. are seeing their kids. <laughs> wait, wait. You know what she was? You know what she was saying with her nervous <clears throat> cackle? She was saying, your kids suck, you realize it, and oh my gosh, we should pay the teachers more because your kids suck so much. That's what she was just saying. Really? Let's hear if that. You, watch the bottom. Just watch right. the bottom, the yeah. transcript. All right. More people are seeing that, yeah, affordable childcare is a big deal. Mm. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring Oh, yeah, because your kids are yeah. so bad. And she realizes, oh, my gosh. Said, we're not paying them nearly enough. Oh, no, I'm mocking their kids. I should probably nervously laugh now. Right, right. Oh, it's so funny that your kids are awful. 
And essentially, you're sending them to school because you want a babysitter. Yeah. You want somebody to take care of them. That's what she's saying. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's, and that's really funny. No uh, wonder she was laughing hysterically. Boy, she that's is. That's very, very funny. Ooh. <laughs> Here's some more white racism. Oh, good. I need it. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, we can't get enough. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, music faculty at the University of Oxford reportedly branded Western musical notation so sheet music we're talking about sheet music okay yeah it's a colonialist representational system amid a revamp of their music education offerings the telegraph reported on on saturday according to a proposal for changing uh for change documents obtained by the news outlet faculty at the university have suggested rethinking the study of musical notation as part of sweeping changes intended to decolonize the program. <laughs> so if, if you have sheet music from Mozart, mm-hmm. I guess you're in favor of colonization. You're, you're a colonialist. Uh, I mean, that, that, obviously, I mean that, 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 that's the next step, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't see where else you could go with that. The notation, which has not shaken off its connection to its colonial past, would be a slap in the face for some students of color. <laughs> wow. Elsewhere in the documents, members of the music faculty allegedly questioned the current curriculum's complicity in white supremacy. Again, there it is. White supremacy. Everywhere you turn and everything is an example of it. They specifically took issue with the classical collection taught at the school, which includes works by Mozart and Beethoven. Allegedly, it focuses too much on white European music from the slave period. <clears throat> so, what, what you need to find are a what? whole bunch of uh, Hispanic and black mm-hmm. uh, musicians who were writing operas back in the 1500s. Because we don't pay enough attention to them, I guess. I, I've, you know, where are the works of black artists where from the they? 14, 15, 1600s? Where are they? Yeah, and, and they've even, got a point here. Even this whole uh, uh, George Floyd, you know, this show, Chauvin, what's the guy's name? The the cop. Um, gosh. Oh yeah, Chauvin. 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 Yeah, I mean, he's on trial, and then the the biggest thing is that it's a culture of white supremacy within the police force mm-hmm. that caused this. Mm-hmm. I, why why is everything they need to connect everything to race and making all white people look evil whether there is evidence or not and it's we are allowing ourselves to be divided divided on so many fronts well where are your classical jay-z artists from the 1500s i'm going to ask you again where (laughs) Where are your Snoop Dogs? Don't ask me. Uh, from the don't 15 and 1600s. Where are they? I don't like that They're question. non-existent. Yeah, Where's their sheet music? Because they, hmm. they, they... Ask yourself that question. It sounds like colonialism. You know what? You're right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. There's way too much white European music from the slave period. But but That's I, what it comes down to. Anything connected to white, uh-huh. to Europe, anything is being labeled... It's wrong now. ...white supremacy. Yes. It, uh, <laughs> Listen... Let's, well, Listen to this. T- this tell the amazing. NBA that a white dude invented basketball. <clears throat> oh, we shouldn't be playing. The, the NBA should not exist because of James Naismith. Right? Okay. I mean, because we can connect everything to to yes, white to whitey if you want to. 
Additionally, the faculty members proposed that certain classical musical skills, like playing the piano and conducting orchestral arrangements, should no longer be mandatory, given that these structurally center white European music, causing students of color great distress. So, piano music causes students of color great distress. Okay, and so it needs to stop. Hold on. They go. You, yeah, you and I don't like classical music, right? As a general rule? As a rule. I mean, you know. I, I mean, I can listen to it from time to time. Okay. But I'm not crazy about it. Okay. But is the reason that you're not crazy about it is because it's connected to this colonial past there? I mean, is that what crosses your mind? Is that what sets you off when you're like, oh, classical music. You know what this means. Bunch of racist whiteies wrote this. Yeah, well, it's structurally centered white European music. Sure, that's what hits me when I start to, and that's why I turn it off. And and, and if and if one <clears throat> person of color came to you and said they can't listen to classical music because of that, <laughs> that person needs to be checked into a mental institution. They don't Just need to be changing check. Stop. curriculum, okay, <laughs> over this kind of reaction. Yeah. I'm sorry that you are so freaking sensitive. And that your tolerance is so out of control. If you're that sensitive, if you're that fragile, you need to get out of college. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be, be in school. society. You should go and isolate yourself somewhere yeah. because yep. instead of changing the, the rest of the is world. too harsh for you. Yes. You, you don't belong in it. Mm -hmm. You don't belong in the world. <laughs> Just stay home. <laughs> stay stay home. home and isolate yourself and turn off all forms of communication. Yes. Yes, yes. All right. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust because... These are the people you need when you're selling your home or when you're buying one. Because either way, you want to get the most for your money. You want to sell your home as quickly as possible for the most amount of money. And then when you're buying a home, you want to get the most home for your money. Now, the realtors at Real Estate Agents I Trust will help you do that. They <clears throat> have long track records, very successful people. And we sought out all the best realtors in each market. And if we couldn't find one that was exceptional, they're just not a realtor uh, in that area then that we have chosen. We work with only the best. This is Glenn's company, and he vets these guys very seriously. Guys, gals, I, I meant that generically. I, I mean, you know. Point I, of personal privilege. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please do not use gendered language to, right, to, <laughs> to address everyone. That's a really good point. Thank you. But you're growing as a person, I'm Pat. You caught yourself. Right. Yes, I did. Um. So whether you're buying or selling, Real Estate Agents I Trust is the way to go. The name really says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here uh, from Bovine Scatology. Biden is president. April Fool's Kamala is. <laughs> uh, Carl Smith tweets... I want to know if they'll offer a vegan menu in that voting line. That's a really good question. If they don't, oh. they're trying to suppress the vote from vegans. Wow. Don't huh. suppress the vegan vote. Huh. <laughs> Stupid Republicans. So dangerous. So oppressive. What fascists they are. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't even get tofu in line uh, in Georgia when, you, when you're trying to vote. And that's wrong. <sighs> Tenacious 221 <laughs> tweets. Free food and water in line for prospective voters? Sweet. Yeah. Maybe next they'll promise $2,000 checks for votes. <laughs> hey, 
Seriously. Yeah. $2,000 checks for votes. Uh, that is a, what a concept that would, that would be so wrong. When does the national lottery come? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, hey, if you vote, that's your ticket. Boy, you know what? That's not a bad idea, and I'll tell you why. There is proof. There's a paper trail for every vote. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. The lottery? Yes. Yeah. Your name gets automatically entered into it? Right. I'm, okay. I, I'm against that in yeah. principle, but if that's the only way we're going to be able to track back votes... <laughs> so be it. <laughs> mm-hmm. A damn uh, Joe Biden... Biden. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. make the Twitter handle a little bit easier for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, do migrants at the border get water while they wait in line to be thrown into those cages? Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, detention centers? From Jim Emu. So I'm guessing the school that performed Jeffy's lead music, lead-in music, has uh, already banned sheet music, and they were just winging it? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> that could be. Uh, he's talking about... This great effort by these kids, uh, which was <laughs> terrific. Terrific, yeah. <laughs> terrific. Is this John Williams that did this soundtrack? Gotta be, right? Has to be. What a racist that guy was. He's white. And look how much of his music we play. Uh-huh. I mean, even when it's performed badly like this, we still play it because of white supremacy. Mm. White privilege. Mm. White fragility. Mm. Toxic masculinity. Mm. God, there are so many things wrong with us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. That was nice. There are so many things wrong with us, and it's uh, there. There it was in musical form. Um, <clears throat> Alex North. Oh, really? Did, is that so it wasn't John Williams. I don't even. I, I don't I've know who that is. Never heard of Alex North. Am I reading that? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Surprising. Usually, every good soundtrack from the right seventies, sixties, seventies, and eighties was was John Williams. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and just a, a quick note from uh, someone, uh, Audrey Pulvar. She's a forty nine year old black socialist. She said that uh, white people who want to attend meetings where people of color are discussing racism, they should be able to, but you need to keep quiet and be silent spectators. Okay, so you can come if you want to, but uh, shut up. Keep quiet. This is the mayor of Paris? Yeah, the Paris mayor, 49-year-old black socialist. Uh, yeah, just shut up and be silent spectators if you come to one of these meetings. I thought we were supposed to have a conversation. Well, we can listen to the conversation, but the other people need to have the conversation. Wait, it's time. Like the, I guess blacks and Hispanics can have the conversation. And Asians, uh, you could throw them in there too. Wait a minute. So when Stacey Abrams kept saying we need mm-hmm. to have a conversation... Yeah, she was talking. We she was not saying she was not saying you and me white and should be her. a part of the conversation. They should just hear Thank what they're being told to do. Okay, I think that's how you should put it. People who suffer discrimination for the same reasons and in the same way feel the need to meet among themselves to discuss it. She said, "Wow." Pulvert's remarks have triggered outrage about the rise of what some believe are American progressive ideals in France. How about that? 
oh my gosh, it has gotten so bad in this country that people in France are complaining about the ideas coming from America being too progressive. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Think of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Americans used to be the voice of reason, and they were pissed off at us because we were too free, too uh, capitalist. Um, we were too open. Now... Yeah, uh, you're you're dangerous. We don't want your dangerous ideals coming <laughs> to pollute our politics here in France. Wow, um, Val- Valerie Pacresse, who is the president of the Greater Paris Region, took aim at Pulver's comments, saying no one should be discriminated against because of their skin color. There's no such thing as acceptable racism. Thank you. Wait. Thank you. Okay, hold on. Hmm? Who said that? Uh, the president of the Greater oh, Paris okay. Region to the, to the mayor of Paris. Okay, I was thinking that can't be the mayor's quote because she no. just said, we're excluding whites from the conversation. Yeah. Okay, my bad. White people have to shut up. According mm-hmm. to her. <laughs> so great. Don't you think, like, if you're being accused of white supremacy and racism, I should be able to defend myself from that <laughs> silly charge. Yes. But, yes. but I'm not allowed to talk. Okay. Can you imagine when we were... Uh, overcoming all of this stuff. Had people openly said, and, and I know some people felt this way, but had they openly said, look, uh, we'll work this out, but we don't want the blacks to really have a say. You just sit there and listen, okay? <laughs> keep quiet. Keep your mouth shut. Uh, but you can listen to what the, the adults in the room have to say. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> MLK. Uh, I mean, that's cute and all your that's speech cute, and but, stuff, but yeah, why can't... don't you guys just sit down mm-hmm. and you just wait Pipe down. Let the whiteies talk about it, and we'll let you know how this is all going to end for you. Keep your pie hole shut and just listen, okay? Listen to what we have to say. (laughs) Uh, You can't imagine it the other way around because it's too ridiculous. But when it's directed at whitey, it's it's just fine. It's cool. Eh, Whatever. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, FBI background checks have been waived. For staff at migrant holding facilities, the government will no longer require staff at migrant holding facilities to pass an FBI background check. Why would you? It's, you know, where we trust you. I mean, obviously, if you're at a migrant holding facility, you're fine. Hold on. So they ask for volunteers. Yeah. And then they don't even do an, a background check? No. I mean, you got a whole bunch of kids in there. What are you worried about? <laughs> Kind of self-explanatory, isn't it? Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. I just uh, love the fact that Twitter bans anyone and everyone from on the right uh, from saying anything that they deem is irresponsible or somewhat untrue some kind of conspiracy theory twitter will immediately shut you down so will facebook youtube you'll get fact checked by the washington post and politico but the most powerful man in the world the president of the united states can repeatedly lie absolutely because he knows this isn't true they know that what they're saying is a t- 
total and complete lie about this Georgia law. Uh, and he can do it over and over and over again. He's done it multiple times. Here's what he said to a reporter. Uh, looks like outside the White House. The new Georgia election law. It's an atrocity. The idea it's an atrocity. Want any indication uh-huh. that it has nothing to do with fairness, nothing to do with decency. They passed the law saying you can't provide water. Passed a law saying you can't provide water. No. No, they didn't. For people standing in line while they're waiting to no. vote. No, they didn't. You don't need anything else to know that this is nothing but punitive designed to keep people from voting. Okay, he knows full well that's a flat-out lie. He knows that. He's got a million advisors. they got people, lawyers and constitutional experts and people who know all the behind-the-scenes stuff going. He knows for a fact that's a stinking lie. Twitter knows it's a stinking lie. And yet they continue to allow it to be repeated over and over and over again. This is absolutely dangerous rhetoric. Absolutely dangerous. You're going to be firing people up. You're going to be costing Georgia jobs. And you're going to perpetuate this myth that there are a bunch of racists just trying to keep black people from voting. (laughs) I mean, of course you can get water in line. When did that become the biggest issue on this planet, anyway? When did that become such a mandatory situation where if you're standing in line to vote, you must receive water. (laughs) I mean, it's never happened. Think about it in your lifetime. Have you ever been given water in line? I can't be the only one who's never been offered water while I've... And I've waited in some long lines. Mm -hmm. Two hours. Two hours is probably my top wait to to vote. Uh, And I understand sometimes the lines have been six or seven or eight hours in places if you know you're going to be in that kind of line bring your own water uh get a sandwich whatever the case may be i think the problem here pat is that there's just the one day with that narrow window of time when everybody can vote no they've just expanded it even bigger now there's a an even bigger window to vote in georgia oh oh, two days no it's is it uh, six weeks? I don't remember. <laughs> I just know that some people were voting for president in it's September. At least two weeks, but I think it's six weeks or eight weeks. A hundred weeks? I don't know. But they keep lying about this 5 p.m. thing, mm-hmm. and they keep lying about the water situation. The only people who can't give you water in line are the campaign workers. Somebody who's trying to you know, affect your vote while you're standing there getting ready to vote. That's what they're trying to avoid. Election day electioneering they don't want it and we they never have the founders uh frowned upon that and tried to make sure that that wouldn't happen so it's it's the information is available to these buffoons they just don't care and they just continue to lie it's just it's evil it's just evil what they're doing the lies that they're telling just for power uh it's uh, unbelievable Got some tweets here. Luke Warmwater tweets, I took a class on the history of rap. Could I complain that the only whites mentioned are Vanilla Ice, the Beastie Boys, and Eminem? Wait, uh, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Whoa. There's uh, no snow? What about that Canadian guy? Yes. You remember that? Informer. Remember that song? 
No. He's a one-hit wonder. Mm. But what Informer. You're leaving out mm. the reggae rap genius. Snow was his name? Yeah, from Canada. The name seems to suggest that he was white. Yeah. Yeah. And and they uh-huh. left him out of that class. Huh. <laughs> that right there is a travesty, my that friend. That is. That is. That's sheer racism. I mean, who doesn't love reggae rap fusion? Oh, I, I, I don't. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Island Singer One tweets, uh, clearly pianos are racist instruments since they have 52 white keys. And only 36 black keys. Oh, oh. it is on. Like we are going to redo Kong. the piano <laughs> keys. Get ready. <laughs> Ebony and ivory. Yeah, they exist together on the piano <sighs> keyboard, but not equally. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? We need to revisit that. So Paul McCartney lied to us. Totally did. Completely lied to us. Huh. <laughs> Brian Botsky tweets, we need to find out the race of the people responsible for the COVID vaccines. All right. I don't know why. I don't know what will happen if you... Yeah, because out. if they're white, then obviously you shouldn't be taking yeah. them. Okay. What if they're black? If if the inventors of these vaccines are black... Then they're fine. Then they're fine. Yeah. All right. Like if they're, if they're made by white people, then obviously then they're they bad. meant to... Kill people. They're kill, well, kill minorities. Gotta noodle this one out better. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Might be something there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, CNN's Jim Acosta got a vaccine. Oh. Uh, he got vaccinated. He he did his civic duty, and uh, he did, while he was doing it, did okay. the one thing that he's actually good at, and that's bragging about himself. Oh, look at his cool look at little shirt there. Shirt. Oh, look at that. In 2020, I this is what his t-shirt ha- <laughs> says on it. <laughs> on the front! In 2020, I covered the impeachment trial and caucus night. That lasted uh, a week. And the primaries, and the COVID pandemic, and the economic crash, and the racial justice protests, and Lafayette Square, and so many rallies, and the death of RBG, and the president's 1 a.m. consultant coronavirus diagnosis, and a a Supreme Court confirmation, and an election night that lasted a week, that lasted a week, and uh, fringe fighting, fighting my tweet and the, tweet and the recounts, recounts and, and the presidential transition. And I have this commemorative shirt this to commemorative prove it. commemorative shirt to prove it. Man, he is a oh my loser. God. That is <laughs> unreal. I mean, who would ever... <laughs> who would do that? Who would wear clothing that just self-promotes, you know, what they do? Talk about megalomania. I mean, who would ever, you know, uh, just kind of wear clothing that promotes what what they Mm. what they do? Mm -hmm. I'd like to point out the presidential transition happened in 2021, not 2020. Oh, so there's a typo on his shirt. That's a good point too. Right, but but see, Rob, Rob, see, who would ever, Rob? He's trying to get his at the camera. You see, uh, reference. Get it. So you look like an idiot. Thank you. We got it. Uh. All right. 888 Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday, we mentioned the uh, Matt Gates scandal. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he flew across state lines with a 17-year-old, which he denies, uh, actually. Says he didn't do that. Um, but 
he night before last had the weirdest and tucker mentioned this afterwards uh he was on with tucker carlson and after the interview tucker said that was maybe the weirdest interview i've ever experienced Uh oh and so i didn't see the interview and so it made me curious and i watched uh, some clips of it and sure enough i have to agree with mm. tucker quite weird here's matt gates uh bringing up a situation that he experienced with uh tucker carlson two years before and i believe we are in an era of our politics now tucker where people are smeared to try to take them out of the conversation i'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act you were accused of something that you did not do and so you know what this feels like you know the pain it can bring hmm, to your family wait, and you know how it, it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious <laughs> and awful but it did not happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort uh-huh. my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, mm-hmm. the American people will see what is really going on. So you just referred to a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and of course, it was, it was not true. I never met the person. Um, but but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst things that can happen. And you do see it a lot. So Tucker doesn't really appreciate bringing up the person with mental illness who accused him of some sort of atrocity 20 years ago. Does anybody uh, know about that? But uh, no, I didn't. Right? I didn't. <laughs> So Matt Gates is going on this long rant. Hey, I'm not the only one on this screen right now, Tucker. You remember the horrible sex act you committed? Uh, so you know what I'm talking about here, right? You know how bad it is. <laughs> you know, when you're just trying to get with a woman and then all of a sudden she says she didn't want to. <laughs> She's 17 or 14 or however old the person was that uh, accused you of that sex act, Tucker. <laughs> what in the world? That won't. No. Isn't that, weird? that is some strange stuff. From the top again, watch oh. watch this because it's. I love Tucker's reaction to here. He's like, Where are you going with this? What are you doing? And I believe we are in an era of our <laughs> politics now, Tucker, where people are smeared mm. to try to take them out of the conversation. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did <laughs> not do. And so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring pause to your for, family. Pause for a second. And you know how- this is where Tucker is thinking, why are you bringing me into this? This is not good. This is not why I, I asked you to come on uh, the show tonight to be accused by you bringing up an accusation from 20 years prior. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think he was a little broadsided by that. No joke. All right, let's see the rest of this. It just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious and awful, but it did not happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department <laughs> of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You just referred to a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and it, of course, it was, it was not true. I'd never met the person. Um, but but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst what? things that can happen. And you do see it a lot. <laughs> and I really appreciate you bringing this up right now. That was great. Thank you, Matt. Uh, appreciate that. Then uh, Gates also brings up some kind of... Uh, 
I don't know, double date he supposedly was on with Tucker and his wife. Uh, no, again, I, I, I really <laughs> saw this as a deeply troubling challenge for my family on March 16th uh-huh. when people were, you know, talking about a, a minor and that there mm-hmm. were pictures of me with child prostitutes. Uh, that's obviously false. There will be no such pictures because no such thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but really on March 16th was when this got going uh, from the extortion standpoint. Okay, that's not the right clip either. But oh. uh, but he, he brings up uh, the case of where he says that two years ago, and you'll remember this, uh, Tucker, you and your wife were having dinner with me and my date, and I'm sure you'll remember her, and he goes on to describe the evening where they double dated. And at the end of that one, Tucker says, uh, I actually I, I don't remember the girl or the, what you're referencing here at all. I actually don't, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Carlson, what? I don't remember the woman you are speaking of or the context or the at con- all, honestly. Yes! It's uh, <laughs> unbelievable! Okay. That is unbelievable. Wait, why would he... How weird is that Who's interview? What's his date? I... Is it not his I wife? don't know. Wait, I, no, he's not. Uh, I don't think. I don't think Matt Gates oh, is okay. married. See, I don't, so I'm he's sorry. been dating, and, I he, gotcha. and he mentions that. And you know, I date girls and whatever, <laughs> but not a seventeen-year-old, and I never flew her across state lines. That's what he claims. But he is so weird in in the interview with Tucker that I think he did himself a lot of harm there. It makes me wonder. Not only that, but. You think Tucker is going to go out of his way to defend oh, him as this scandal unfolds? No. I After that? don't think Tucker appreciated that at all. Uh, no. Um, uh, the story I'm reading from, uh, let's see. Mm. A person familiar with the matter explained, quote, it pissed him off, end oh, quote. I can imagine. Yeah, and you can tell. I mean, yeah. you can tell. To, to be blindsided like that? Wait a minute. You're... Why are you bringing up a completely bogus allegation by one person who's mentally ill from 20 years ago? <laughs> person I've never met. I would like to hear this phone call that Gates keeps using as his defense. He wants the full call revealed. or released. Yeah, I would too. I would like that. And then he wants, I think he wants the records of who he traveled with uh, because he says he never traveled with a 17-year-old girl. So all of that stuff will be interesting to see if and when it comes out. But he's he's been a little strange uh, during this whole scandal for a guy who has nothing to worry about, right? I mean, that just it's weird. It's, it's weird to me. Gonna be interesting to see this unfold. Sure is. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Rough Greens uh, real quick. Take sixty seconds and tell you about something we've been talking about it for for about a year or more now. This is a powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. It's a supplement to make your dog's food a lot more nutritious because in the process of manufacturing uh, the kibbles and bits and the stuff that's, you know, the dry dog food, they have to sterilize it, which burns out all the nutrients so that it lasts for two to three years on the store shelf. So Rough Greens puts back in all of those nutrients and the probiotics, the vitamins and minerals and omega oils and all the things your dog needs to be healthy. And... If your dog is like mine, they're going to love, absolutely love Rough Greens. Apparently, there are some dogs that take a little bit longer to get used to Rough Greens. And so the first thing they want to find out is if your dog will eat it. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you have to pay for is shipping. 
So just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com. Roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, Some stories that we've been trying to get to for a while now. Uh, Like... Senator Tammy Duckworth, mm. who has decided and and declared, I will only vote for Biden nominees who are racial minorities. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. So she's already said she's not going to vote for a white person. That's just, uh, is that even constitutional? I don't, I don't think so. She says, I am a no vote on the floor on all non-diversity nominees. You know, I will vote for racial minorities, and I will vote for LGBTQ. Wow, she's left out one Q. The I, the A, the two, the plus. Why doesn't she care about these people? That's a lot of hate going on. That's a lot of hate. Mm -hmm. Because one of the Qs, so you've left out either queer or questioning. I don't know which one you're referring to on the first Q. You're leaving out the intersex people. You're leaving you? out the asexual. You you're leaving that? out the two-spirit. And you're leaning, You're leaving out the plus people. Everybody who comes after this that we've never heard of that has a special interest group <laughs> and who qualifies for this. Wow. Why the hate, Tammy? Mm-hmm. So anyway, she says, anybody else I'm not voting for. <laughs> okay. And yeah. again, no outrage on that. That's perfectly acceptable to the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world. Yeah, whatever. That's that's fine. You should only vote for minorities. Man. Unbelievable. Uh, also, the Nebraska Department of Education has some new health standards, and they're going to teach kindergartners. They want to. This is what they want to. I don't think To teach them about gender uh, identity. Huh. So this haven't has not been approved yet, nah, right, Governor Ricketts? And hopefully it won't be. Yeah, says it's not getting through. But 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 they're they're so bold. This is in Nebraska. They are so bold. They want to see what they can get away with. It's in Nebraska. That's really something else. In every grade, they just ramp up the absurdity as far as what they're teaching each year, each grade level. Well, I mean, is it absurd? Because CNN says. That there's no way you can know what gender your baby is at birth. I'm sorry? There's no way to tell. No way to know? <laughs> there's no way to... You can't know the gender of your child when your child's born. Wow. Okay, I figured is there it, would be like a like uh, a tip-off or something. Really? Uh, if the kid's born and maybe there's some sort of distinct feature uh-huh. on on each child that might clue you in as to what it is. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess that's not an indication of their gender. I guess not. (laughs) Gotta update that. Uh, But in the movie Kindergarten Cop, we learned that basic reality. (laughs) What, 1993 maybe? 90, yes. Uh, Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Thanks for the tip. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> because I thought there was no way to tell. <laughs> oh. Not at birth. Uh, all right. So hopefully hopefully this will not go through. But uh, discussion of transgenderism becomes more prevalent 
when Nebraska's elementary schools uh, students reach the fourth gra- fourth grade. Okay. The framework asks students to be able to dis- distinguish between sex assigned at birth and gender identity and explain how they may or may not differ by the end of the school year. Fifth graders would be introduced to the gender spectrum, which tells students that there are an infinite number of gender identities, not just the 97 that we were talking about on Facebook a few years ago. There's an infinite number now of genders. Wow. I didn't realize that. So you're going to find that out in fifth grade in Nebraska if this gets through. Uh Huh. According to the new framework, the LGBTQQIA2 plus activism ideology becomes the most prevalent in the sixth grade. 11-year-olds are taught the specific difference between cisgender, transgender, gender non-binary, gender expansive, <laughs> and gender identity. Point of personal privilege? <laughs> yeah, yes. okay, go ahead. Please do not mm-hmm. use gendered language to, to address everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we have to now because... That's gender expansive? Yeah, gender expansive. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what that means, really. I Think about that. Google gender that. expansive. So you can expand your gender? I guess you get to like change on the fly. Oh, huh. here we go. Here we go. Hold on. All right. Uh, the definition of gender expansive is when a person's identity or behavior is broader than the commonly held definitions of gender and gender expression in one or more aspects of their life. <laughs> okay. That's beautiful. So I think maybe you're a dude at work. Maybe you're a chick on the weekends. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. <laughs> and cue the kindergarten cop kid. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You should cue that kid. Where is that? Yeah, sometimes you feel like a nut. And sometimes you Boys don't. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for the, for the tip. tip. Thanks, you you want to feel old, uh, that kid, Michael Hughes? Yeah. What is he, 48 now? 35. 35. Jeez. 35. Kindergarten cop, 1990. So he's learned by now that he was wrong in kindergarten right. cop, right? Oh, we're going to cancel the kindergarten mm-hmm. cop kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the movie itself has to go as well. Am I right? Who's with me on yeah. that? Yep. Yep. How offensive to say that boys... You know, have that and girls Remember, have something this else. This has already been canceled in that Oregon <laughs> film festival. All right. That's, that's right. It's already happened. See you tomorrow.